I want to preach to you this morning on the subject making a godly choice. Hallelujah. Yeah. You see, life often seems very complex. When situations present themselves with similarities and we are left to make a choice, do you agree with me? Life often seems complex. When situations that we encounter in our lives present themselves with several similarities, if we are left with just an option, it is easy to decide and easy to make a choice in this life. And as a matter of fact, some of the time, the reason for the delays in our lives that is because of the confusion that lies in our bosom unaddressed. Are you here with me? You see a young well-doing man who, by the twinkle or blow of his nostrils, can get a woman, pay all the towers, carry the woman to his home, having done all the necessities, meeting all other things, and said, I'm married. But he's going to stay for another couple of years, raising eyebrows, is because there is a level of confusion in spirit. It's because he is seemingly trying not to make a mistake of choosing somebody and later on saying, I, I know. Hallelujah. A lot of people came to a halt in their lives. Not because they did not make a choice, but it's because they made the wrong choice. Somebody got married and his life came to sweat zero. Somebody moved to a new place and his life got damaged. That is why I say that you don't have control over the experiences you have in this life. But the only one thing you can have a control over is the decisions you make. Hallelujah. One thing in life is that death often presents itself to look so beautiful like it looks like life. And life, on the other hand, sometimes looks so boring and so destructive like it is death. And when many of the times we are about making a choice in life, we often see death and say, this is life. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. It's like a young man who is decided to get married sees this young, beautiful girl with every other thing he's looking out for and he's so much enthused about it but not knowing there is a way that seems right unto a man but the end of his discretion. Why did he know is that he's prior to himself discretion? Hallelujah. And let me tell you, as far as you remain on earth, like I was sharing with you last week, God who created heaven and earth made a choice. And he has so therefore empowered man to make a choice. He didn't create man as a be. And God will hold you accountable for the decisions you make in life. Hallelujah. He will hold you accountable for the decisions, the choices you have made in life. Lord, help me that I will not make the wrong choices. 
So you don't pray out. Hallelujah. Help me that I will not make the wrong choices in this life. How do you know? How do you know? The dream you are about to embark on, the journey you are about to move on, the decisions you are taking are the best for your life. A lot of the times, many of us, the youth of today, in this 21st century, are finding life a little difficult because our decision making is very bad. Is somebody here with me? Our decision making is very bad. Look, it is not all things that seem pleasant to you that you have to go for. Am I talking to somebody? It is not what to make you happy that you have to decide that this is what I'm going to do. And let me tell you, oftentimes times are not, the will of God will be in conflict with your own wills. Are you hearing me? And if you are not ready to lay aside your will and your wishes, you will think that life is unfair to you. Is somebody here with me? You will think life is unfair to you. I want to read a passage, but it's a very long passage. I wish I could paraphrase it, but just reading some key points from it. In the book of Numbers, chapter 22, Numbers 22, it happened that the children of Israel were moving about. And they go to a city. And the king of that city or the chief of that city called Balak sent for the prophet of God called Balak to come and curse the children of God. Now this is a prophet who speaks the mind of God to the children of his, his people that God wants to speak to. And yes, Balak, full of wrath, calling on a prophet to come and curse the children of Israel. So the prophets went before God. God. The Lord appeared to him and said, What are those men that are at your gates doing? He said, Balak sent for me that I should come and curse the children of Israel, for they have gotten to the land of the world. He said, Do not go. So I allowed you to do the things you want to do. 
Because in your human instincts and understanding and emotions, you wish where the call you have gone. You see how complex it looks. And God got pissed and said, You were not supposed to go. Sometimes God has allowed certain things in our life, not because He would originally allow us to have them, but because we have been dealt with the confusion not to be selective. So, Bible said, He gave them manna with problems in their hearts. Hallelujah. Some of the rewards and the gifts and the things we have had in this life, thinking that they are from God, came to us as a reason of our persuasions or perseverance. But sometimes our perseverance can result into a negative answer. There is what we call the permissible will of God or the studio. Permissible will of God is that it is not what he would actually want you to have. Lord, I want a fair woman with plenty bottles. A man will say, For me, I like a man who has built houses and has his own money. Mm. He gave them manner with leanness in their flesh. So, the same guys keep coming around. The same ladies keep coming around and saying, no, this is not my shit. This is not my shit. This is not my shit. Then, he brings it, that one. And then you go, beatings upon beatings. Then you say, oh God, but if he spoke through a certain prophet that will get married to this man, let me tell you, it is not all the time, it's not all the time that when God says yes, it is not originally yes. There is always something that he would have initially and originally said that when he perceived, when he, when he wants to be consistent enough, God is okay, allow him to do what he wants to do. Because, see, our view most of the time seems very contradictive to that of God. How are we going to try? Proverbs 14, 12 says that there is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof is sin. The end thereof is death and destruction. Death. Look, it seemeth right to you. Look, if life can present you and I with just one opportunity. I don't think we will ever live to make a mistake. Do you get it right? We will never ever live to make a mistake. But as far as we remain in this flesh, the flesh and the spirit are two different things. There is always going to be confusion in our spirit because we've been presented with a lot of options. Look! I will always use the samples of a man opposite this relationship for, for my for my, for my, for, for my uh, explanations. Send a young man out who is ready to get married. He goes to work. He meets a lady with a beautiful character. He's on his own way home. He just bought a bus. There comes a lady who could talk very beautiful. Hello, sir. Please, how are you? Can you shift? Let me sit down. Confusion in the spirit. 
Lord, is it Adra in the office? Or is Adra that I met in the bus? Then he goes to check that he misses ya. And then he says, Hello, Mr. Kapna, please, how are you? How have you been? And then he closes from work and gets home. And ya is also called, Hello, Mr. Kapna, how is your week going? Do you have some dirty clothes? Can I wash for you? The man is like, Lord, my, I'm confused. I'm confused. Are you here with me? I'm confused as to who to select and who not to select. And look, a decision that would have taken him one day to have made. If that is not taking, it would have taken the next one taking to make it. Are you here with me? It is grace to make a decision that is going to be both in the will of God and to your own benefit. I hear you. If you have the chance to talk to some people, they will tell you if they had ever get or if they will ever get a chance, they will change nothing by the choices they have made, not their experiences. Are you with me? Talk to some elderly people. And you realize that they will tell you that if if I get a chance again, I will go back and correct some choices I made. Some decisions are made of yesterday. When I had a chance to make them, let me tell you, you decide your life. If you don't know, see consciously and tell yourself, I decide. I hear you. God has empowered you in your capacity as a human being to say that I am putting you. It's a Thank you. 
search for marriage. So he said, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. That surgeon, that's kind. If for your prophetic eye and your spiritual eyes to be open for you to see in the realm of the spirit, this is my wife, I think you'll be saved. If some of us have found our wife that we are married by now. Oh yeah. Yeah, like they are married by now. Oh, some men have found their wives. They are married by now. You will see a man with a very nice lady with a nice character to the to the outward people. But the man is looking for something. Mm, something is missing. And he's confused. He's confused. He's confused. He's confused. And God will always want to respect your decisions. Hallelujah. But you see, many of the times, a lot of us make these decisions ignoring God. Ignoring what should have been done right. That, like I said earlier, one thing you can't change is the experiences you have in life. Are you with me? But you can change your experiences by the choices you make. What is your expectation for the future? I'm telling you from this pulpit, from the book of life, that you can change your experiences by the choices you make. But if you refuse to make the right choices, or if you're not able to make the right choices, and I know, as they say, One reason why you need to have the leading of the Holy Spirit is because of this one thing. I hear me. It's because of decision making in life. That is why Jesus Christ said in the book of John, chapter 16, verse 12 to 24, that when He, the Holy Spirit, is come, He will lead you into all truths. Into all truth. He will lead you into all truth. He said, I will not leave you orphans. I will not leave you fatherless. But when I go, I will send the Holy Spirit unto you. So that when he is come, he will lead you into all truth. He will guide you that you will be able to make the right choices in life. You see, let me emphasize to tell you that life seems easy to the man who is able to make the right choices. You hear what I said? Life will always seem easy to the one who is able to make the right choices. Hallelujah. Yeah. Look, I'm the 18th born of my parents, of my father. Let me use my father. 18th. 12th died. We are level 6. So currently on paper and in book, I'm the sixth born, the last born for that matter. Born in the year 1987. When I was born, both my father and my siblings that have been before me, nobody stepped their feet in SHS or J secondary school. I will be. Born in Ivory Coast, bred and brought up in Togo. 
I set my feet on the land of Ghana 1996. Psalm 187. When I came in 7 to 8 to 9 thereabouts, when I came to Ghana, I told myself, Sir, I thank God who had helped my understanding to say, Look, there are a lot of things wrong around you. Be up and doing. I told myself I would go to school. Thank God I was intelligent. I thank God for that. I will go to school. I started school. All of a sudden, I could write my name because I hadn't been to an English school before for that for the choice of better words. They pushed me to KG2. The teachers tell that the boy is above KG2 with his capabilities. They said, move him to class one. I was there not long ago, they said, class two. Then I changed location. The teacher watched me and said, young man, steady hard. There is an award for you. I received the award from class two to class four. I was there. There's some impediment. The situations began to unfold themselves that my school going could be deteriorated. I took a decision. I want to sit back in the house another four years without schooling. Mm. Then I said, no, I'll go to school. Another came, I said, I will follow you. I want to go to school. He taught me a trade. I said, it's not the trade that I'm interested in. I'm interested in the education that I came for. Yeah. When it came to the point that it was impeded that I shouldn't go to school, I moved and changed the location. Called the other person. I said, yeah, I want to go to school. He said, I shouldn't go to school. I started going to school all over again. And look, I'm not boasting, but by the grace of God, I'm a step ahead. I know what I'm saying. Else today, I've been saying that if I have remained in the village, probably by now having four kids. Oh yeah, probably not with one woman. You change your experiences by the decisions you make. Because you step to me very carefully. The, as far as you remain man, you are bound to do certain things no matter what you are. Sometimes you see some young ladies who who give themselves to promiscuity and have given birth one father, one child, one father, one child. Let me tell you, let me tell you, they didn't wish to. I tell you, young ladies, and you see the prostitute you see in tower, not a lot of them decide to decide that I'll be a prostitute. Some of them they say go to school, so I won't go. Let it train, I will learn. So when that comes a time that you are in need, you have no option than to go to men. And no one gives his bread for free. Hallelujah. The decisions you make. That is why I love what the Ecclesiastes said. He said, Know the Lord thy God in the days of your youth, that the evil days come not when ye shall say that I have no pleasure in them. Let me tell you, there are days ahead of you, and you'll be left with nothing than to experience the choices you made yesterday. I'm hammering on this to you, on this August. I'm telling you, somebody. Sit. Take decisions. I will save. I will invest. I want to be responsible. So help me God. I hear you. So help me God. And let me tell you, God will not leave you and see you to destroy. I hear what I'm saying. God, God, I don't want to be like my fathers. I don't want to be like my mothers. So therefore, I want to do this part of life. Decisions. Choices. Choices. If you can
can decide right. You can control the experiences you have in this life. Thank you say this to you for this fight. You decide. You decide. Paul said, All things are lawful unto me, but not all things are permissible. For I am brought under the power of all. Do you get it? All things are lawful. Everything you want to be in this life, it is lawful. There will always be presentations of options that every one of them you have the right, legal right to them. But let me tell you, it is not everything you are going for that is going to help you, that is permissible by the God, by God for your life. So you need a divine grace to know that which is permissible for your life and to go for it. Look, if you have never been decisive about your life, eh, after this month, I guess, and the years on, become responsible. I said, you become what? Responsible. I don't know, one of our teaching services, I have to teach you, church, self-awareness. To teach you that self awareness is a thing that is missing in the life of a lot of people. Self awareness, know who you are, know what you want in this life. Some of us, eh, we make haphazard choices. You are there, then somebody goes, Father, what's up? Where are you? I'm in the house. Can we go to the video center? No end, no purpose. No decisions, then you pick your clothes. Charlie, I don't agree with anything that they come. Then you are following like a donkey. Are you mad? I'm not saying, are you mad? You're a young lady. A man goes, Abraham, what are you doing? Oh, I'm not doing anything. Can we meet at the bar? I want to buy you a drink. No purpose, no end. Then you are following like a sheep. Led to the slaughter without work. Then you are following John, 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 like John. Not this John. I hear you. Then you go and then things happen. Then you say, hey, meet me, baby, you are no friend. You decided. You made the choice for that experience in life. Self-awareness. Because if you have known yourself better, eh? when they say, come and let's go, you will scan the environment. There are some places when you invite me to go out I'm just coming from a conference. On Friday night, we had a first day. For our orientation, the police came to play a live band for us. I sat eating my food and they were playing their song. I enjoy, I like this old music. This other demo, they are shouting to people that they did I was enjoying myself with the police blind band. Then, Friday, that's the evening when we finished our conference. The police were supposed to return and give us another presentation altogether. I was supposed to go to my hotel, take my shower, and return. Then they gave me a coupon. I had to go for a coupon to be able to go and dance, just enjoy myself. I didn't go with my wife, neither am I married. Whose girl or whose wife or whose girlfriend am I going to dance with? Is the first person I asked myself. I am a pastor. I told myself second thing. I said, Jack, Munko Sarai. I mean, my hotel, when you finish, you come back. They came back 12 midnight. I slept so I woke up and I started to pray. They came back. They came to ask, ah, where are you? I said, ah, me. I left the moment you closed the conference at so 7 o'clock. I came 
for some pizza I ate and I came to sleep. Simple. If I didn't dance, would they beat me? I'm asking, would they beat me? No, I paid for it. But I decide the benefit of it or not. Because if I'm there, some things might transpire. Already when I got to, to, to Cape Coast, Kufredia, the Lord opened my eye that I visited a lady in her hotel room. The moment I left, she died, and I was the person to be called to be investigated. It didn't happen. How did I invest the happening? I didn't go. I have a friend. She called and called and called. I didn't step my feet there. She was in the other hotel. I was in the other hotel. It's far. I'll take a car. We have about 20 cities. I should waste my money. Visit her. Without nothing happening between us, and something happens, then police come and call me. The moment the Lord showed it to me, I said, Thank you, Jesus. I accepted it. But if I go on making calls, doing things, I'm deciding that it should happen. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, Jack, you decide. Are you hear what I'm saying? Lord, for the enemy to have authority over your life, I say, You do what? You decide. For any negative thing to happen in this life to you in the long run, you decide. Tomorrow, can never be prevented from coming. But how good and pleasant your life will be in tomorrow is the decisions you make today as you are sitting here. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. No way. Said, All things are lawful unto me. All things. You see, by law, every option you make you are entitled to your decisions. Do you know that? By law. But you see, as a Christian and a believer, it behoves you to know that all things are lawful to me, but not all things are permissible that God will allow me to do. Are you hearing what I'm saying? As a Christian, I'm saying that get to know that any decision and choice you make by law it is right. It is your moral right to make your choice. But God, probably, you must have done your moral judgment and value judgment and you have made a right, a right decision to yourself. But Jack, get to know that all things are lawful and all things are permissible. And this generation is priming the youth and before you realize, they are like, it is my point, it is my decision. It's my life. The moment I begin to hear those citizens, my heart beats because I know that this passion that is lying ahead of me. It is my life. It is my choice. I decide. You decide. You, you decide. It is like Dr. Robin Zakaria asking the, the young Harvard University students that you sit here and by your study of books, you want to tell me, Michigan student, you want to tell me that you have a right. Define your rights. Who gave you your right? Can you go and tell the one who gave you your right? How do you want me to be? Then you define right in the context of law. I decide when I want to do this. I decide when I want to do that. The one we grow small. We are like we we, we, we are like we are the moral agents of life, of destiny. We want to define our time of everything we do. Jack, be careful. Be careful. Nobody will change your tomorrow except you. You didn't hear what I'm saying? 
Nobody will change your tomorrow except you. As soon as the day breaks or a day is done, it comes with its experiences. Always, I use my life as a sample for some young men. And I probably they have not listened enough. I told them, look, I've been in this town for almost 18 years now. 15, 18 years now. 16 years and above. And I said, listen, I've been here. I've had friends. We walked together. We ate bread together. We slept in my room sometimes. But I took a decision to differentiate myself from the one the Lord beckoned me and I responded. Today, 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 we can't stand on the same page. There were decisions I made. Some resisted and they are paying the price. I hear you. Everything you want to do, you have the right, the right to make it. But I want to tell you, nobody is going to hold you for the decisions you make. But you know, sometimes people will hold you for the experiences you have in this life. You know how that happens. Some of us are taking decisions to this and our children are going to hold us responsible. Ah, yeah. I'm telling you. Your child, your daughter will come and say, Daddy, 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 you failed me. May not be your case. I hear what I'm saying. Mommy, you failed us. Our life could have been better. Let me tell you, sometimes you seem to think that with every decision and choice you are making, you are the only one who is going to live to have the effects. But let me tell you, about three, four generations are going to live to have the effects of your decisions. So be careful. Am I speaking to somebody? Be careful. Is somebody here with me? So be careful. You have control, power over the decisions or choices, but you don't have power or control over your experiences. The best way to control what happens to you in life is making the right choices. Did you hear that? The best way to have control over anything that happens to you in this life is making the right choices. The book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, reading from verse 1, and it says, But of the times and the seasons, brethren, ye have no need that are right unto you. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destructions cometh upon them. As travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But ye brethren are not in darkness that the day shall overtake you as a thief. Ye are all the children of the light, of light. And the children of the day, and we for we are not of the night nor of the darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep at night, and they that are drunken at 
affronting the night. But let's ask who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and of love, and of unhelmet and the hope of salvation. For God has not appointed unto us wrath, but obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. Who died for us that whether we wake up or sleep, we should live together with him. With him. Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as he also do. Are you hearing what Paul saying? You will to the Thessalonians that listen. Of the days to come in your life, you have no control over them. But one thing you can do is that you can make choices. That was what Paul was saying to the church of Thessalonica. Now remember that you have the light. So therefore, let your decisions reflect the light so that your experiences can be affected. You have the Thessalonians that listen. There are some believers who have become children of wrath. Children of God's anger, experiences in life that they are, they have no wish for. Because when God saves us, He promises us good life. But some of them, that was their experience, and God did not save us for that. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, like Paul told the Thessalonians, or the Thessalonians, that child, nobody has shown you distraction in this life, but you chose it for yourself. I am, you chose it for yourself. And look, if you listen to me very carefully, take decisions. Sit up in yourself. Replace your mind. Look, life will become simple with more focus and decisive. Am I talking to somebody? And look, the happiness of tomorrow. You see, what Bible says that when others are saying that there is a casting, that you shall say there is a lifting up, eh? there are a whole lot of ingredients in there which are not, which are not explicit. How did you see that some people, you got a little money, they decided to save some. Are you okay? They invested some. When others are saying we don't have money, they are laughing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they are laughing. 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 They, are laughing. they will be like, oh, don't worry. Things are fine. You see, sometimes I don't want to have a reason to say that it is things are hard. But the grace of God, I hear me, is because of decisions have made. Look, look. It is grace. It is grace. But it is my prayer and hope that your life will be better. I want you to pray one minute. Just be seated. Pray one minute, tell the Lord, the Lord, help me with every decision I have to make in my life. Help me, help me. I'm presented with so many options. I'm presented with so many options. I'm weak in myself. Lord, there are things I have to close my eyes and do. I want you to help me with every decision in my life. Lord, help me. 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 The Lord, my days may not be full with wrath. Lord, help me in the name of Jesus. Lord, help me. Help me. Help me, Lord. Help me. Lord, help me in my conscience. Help me in my ability. Help me that I will select the right things. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you. Hallelujah.
You see, you don't decide the season when you are in it. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You decide the seasons before they come into being. Or you decide the happenings in those seasons in that, when that season is present to you. Let's take it from the life of Egypt. Of Pharaoh in the land of Egypt in the book of Genesis chapter 41. Bible said the man had a dream that there were widows of trees around that he called and they brought him Joseph and Joseph came to explain the dream to him. And the man entrusted into Joseph's care the ability to manage the economy and they planted to harvest and harvest for seven years is a decision. At a time that other countries have not known that there will be famine in the years to come, they will not plant their soul. But you see, when God revealed to Pharaoh that there's going to be famine in the land, he could have enjoyed the famine and hunger would have killed them if he had taken the decision not to have planted. Am I talking to somebody? But he sat down and said, the days ahead look evil. So what can I do to affect the happening? So they were living in famine. But Egypt was becoming the storehouse of food. Are you hearing me? That Israel, Jacob, could not send his children to go to Egypt. So, my great teacher in Jesus left me with a statement I never forget. Make hay when the sun shines. Make hay when the sun shines. He said, make hay when the sun shines. Give them job, you are missing from the church. <laughs> oh, yeah, you are missing from the church. 
If it's you and I, oh, sometimes we say that when God says no, it means it's an answer. Sometimes he's just leaving us to see what the decisions would have made. But thank God for his grace that is even able sometimes to correct us and bring us back from our faults. Hallelujah. Matthew 11, 12. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence. And the violent taking by force, or better still, take men of violent character to take him by force. Your life is in contention with things. Are you hearing me? Your destiny is in contention. And there are things that are in contention for what happens to you. Look, as you're sitting here, some wish, some wish, you come to them begging for food. You have to pray. You have to pray. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? You have to look. Around me, I want to make myself available. 
a method of waiting on God. And it has been confirmed by Isaiah that they that wait upon God shall do what? Renew their strength. Shall renew their strength. So you see, when you are embarking on a life journey and you don't want to come to a place of weariness and lack of strength and ability, so therefore not knowing what to do, the pray. That is why he said in the book of Hebrews that let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may find grace to find help in the time of what need. There's going to be a time in your life that is what is going to go out of you. Hey, I'm not saying. I listen to you. There are some people or some women that, if not for the grace of God, they would have divorced. But something held them on. Pray about the decision. Lord, I am committing this one to you. I've made the choice. Lord, help me. Lord, He will not leave you nor forsake you. He said, I will not leave you nor forsake you. Even when your mother and your father are forsaken, I will not leave you. That is his promise. Jack, I want to tell you, I want to tell you about this life. Everything pray. I hear you. Pray about everything. Every morning pray. Commit the day. Commit the season. Commit the hours into the hands of God. Lord, let it be more. Because we want fast track. We are looking for prophets who will tell us any city will happen. So therefore, I don't need to accept any prayer. No, Jack. Jack. There is no fast way to life as experiences. Are you hearing what I'm saying? There is no fast way to experience destiny. The only fastest way is to follow the line, the process. Because you see, our life is designed such that it is system and processes that work in place. When you jump it, you crash. Hallelujah. And next thing is. Be ready to accept the details of the scriptures. The details of the scriptures. Be ready. Be ready. There are times God will not talk to you verbally or audibly. You will talk to you through the scriptures. And one thing you must learn is that I must be ready to accept the details of the scriptures. Hebrews chapter 4, 4, 4 verse 12. The word of God is sharper than any two edges of piercing into the dividing as well as those whose spirit is the center of thought and intent of the heart. Hebrews 4 12. And in the book of Second uh, Timothy 3 16 to 17, the word of God is giving is good for doctrine, for instruction, for whatever. That the man of God will be thoroughly finished unto all good works. When you have rejected the word of God eh, as an instruction to your life, you have rejected a lot of things. Look, I tell you that. All the difference that I have, I owe it to the scriptures. I'm not married. My senior brother that I follow directly, he's married with two kids. I'll be there, he will call me, bro. I'm having issues with my wife. I'll talk to him. And you go and put my picture on social media. Everybody has somebody he listens to. And I thank God we are in my It's always going to be possible and easy. When you have been able to listen to the details of the scriptures. Look, there are times God is talking to us through the Bible. But because 
Our wishes and our hopes contradicts with it. We are not able to fall in line and experience the glory. He says in the book of, and I read the book of Timothy 3. He says, All scripture is given by the inspirations of God. And it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instructions in righteousness. That the man of God is not a pastor alone. That you, the believer, you will be thoroughly furnished. Did you hear the word? Thoroughly furnished unto all good works. So anybody who rejects it is, 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 is prepared to destruction. Number three, last part one, be ready to accept his rule. I hear you. Be ready, ever ready to accept his rule. When he gets to read Numbers chapter 21, verse 9 to 20. Sometimes then, when God says no, you know what we want to do? We want to go back, quote all the relevant scriptures, and go back and say, God, can we change it? It's yea, it's yea. When he says no, it's no. You see, sometimes it's like a young lady who is about to marry. And everything indicates and shows that this man will not be good for you. Are you getting me? That is how I love him, God. You have to understand. Prophecy has come. God has spoken. He's showing his signs. He said, No. Then you've got all to marry. Then they are beating. He said, God, change the heart of this man. Change the heart. God said, Ah, I didn't give you the man. You chose the man. I told you, No. You've got for me. Being it like that. So sometimes it's not God. God cannot change our experiences all of a sudden. But because we had, we were not able. To take his dictates or his instructions. Read Numbers 21, 19, 20. And see how. Is it 21, 22? 22. And see how God got angry with Bala. Because he had as at a point wanted to go and curse the children of Israel. Amen. Fourthly, fourthly, the last one, seek the counsel of God. Are you hearing me? Seek the counsel of God. Seek counsel. When I say seek the counsel of God, through prayer you can seek it. Seek counsel by talking to people who can advise you. Some of the times, the advices we have received were from the people who are inexperienced in this life. Once upon a time, God chose a young man called Rehoboam to lead the whole Israel or to lead as a king. The way he came, he selected his enemies, people of his equals. Then they advised him, hey, your father, he gave these people two strokes of king every day. Give them four four. Then the elders came and the prophets came and told Rehoboam, don't do this. He ignored their counsel. Giving them two people, he didn't last as a king. Then God chose another one called Jehovah. And Jehovah appeared. And he listened to the instructions of the fathers. He stayed longer. That is why the book of Proverbs 11 14 says that in the multitude of counsels, the received. Some young girl has seen some boy be without counsel, without uh, married counsel. He has jumped into it. Cohabitation. 
You give birth, no problem. But the consequences of it, it's no counsel. I was listening to a Catholic priest yesterday. Most Reverend Father Peter away. He was in the book. They blessed a wedding June. Eh? July. They are both coming my father. I want to divorce. Yay! It's pathetic. And when he told them that go for marital cancer for six months, they are like, Father, it's too long. The pump up and ten. You, I want it too fast. Yes. Look, my ten years of first, ten years of ministry was a learning ground. I hear me. We're learning grounds. I didn't get scared one month after, hey, God has called me. Then I said, no, 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 my man's just a sad. At least 10 years, 12 years, sitting under somebody, you have revelations. God will tell me, he told me, come like, keep quiet. You're not the father in the house. And he was teaching me discipline. By that time, I was six. Look, I exhausted. This Bible, this very time, I've used about three, come on, after 10. During these 10 years, I read it cover to cover. Everywhere away this in my back. About three of them, the cover is torn. One is on my table, I refuse to throw it away. When you see it, you cry for the Bible. Sometimes I'll be sleeping, I'll be reading, and I'll sleep on it. All through that process, God was teaching me. Ten years. And you, you came yesterday. I want to work shoulders. No problem. Let's wait. Counsel. Counsel. Some of the times we think we know too much to receive advice. I'll be saying that don't be too spiritual. Eh? You want to see the lights in anything somebody is telling you. Because God knew this. He told the children in the book of Ephesians and Assistant. Children, obey your parents in the Lord. For this is the first promise which comes with the first word commandment which comes with the promise. Because he knew that there would come a time that human beings will no longer be, one, be responsible to instruction. That is why he said in the book of Timothy that in the last days, perilous times shall come for men shall be lovers of themselves. He gets of his process and counsel, and they will come. Nobody comes and they listen. I love myself. That thing I just don't want to be hearing it in my dictionary. I love myself. Don't love yourself. Take your decisions. We want to see the results. Look, if you're a young girl and you're approaching marriage and someone is approaching you, if there is some wisdom you're lacking, find wisdom in going to somebody whose marriage has worked and say, Auntie, what do you do? Teach me some of the things. It won't kill you. Solomon said, Solomon said something. Let me read the book of Proverbs chapter 1. We'll close in the next two minutes. Somebody say, What the pastor says, we'll close in the next two minutes, in the next one, and it's not true. It says, the Proverbs of Solomon in the son of David, king of Solomon, king of Israel, to know wisdom and instruction and to perceive the words of the understanding, to receive the instructions of wisdom, justice and judgment and everything, to give sanctity and simple to the simple and to the young man knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and will increase in learning, and a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels, to understand a proverb, to understand a proverb and interpretations, the word, the words of the wise and the adapt sayings, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But fools pass wisdom and instruction. My son, hear the instructions of thy father, 
and forsake not the law of thy mother, for they shall be an ornament of grace unto thy head, and chains about thy neck. Did he hear it? Did he hear it? Some of the times, eh, we become too proud. When your mother is coming, you say, oh, you, you are BBC, born before computer. I am the computer day. Yeah, hallelujah for you. Cry for yourself. I wait to see what is going to happen to you. I wait to see. It is like a toddler child who has been giving birth to who is not learning how to walk. They are set fire, fire in the coal pot. Did he know that it is hot? When this guy says, hey, don't go. Hey, that is what Allow him. Allow him. Remember, uh, when he goes and he gets bent, you will not go close But the fact is, sometimes, when you, before you get bent, eh, you may not have the light to go back again. Now you're too late. Please, you need counsel. In making decisions in this life, you need counsel. When you have seen a man, sometimes it's a job, talk to somebody about it. I hear what I'm saying. If it's a job, talk to somebody. Every decision you have to make, talk to somebody about it. Somebody important. Most important of all, Mary, don't joke with it. Don't joke with it. There was once, I got a job. I did a job, no, for three good years. I was supposed to be a fund manager, managing school fees, laws, and others. Then I called my auntie. She was working as an operations. At National Investment Bank, I said, Mommy, I said, Yes, what report is there? I said, I'm going to a job. I'm supposed to be the classroom and go and do a fund management because of my aunt's experience. I said, No problem. Call the husband, who is a security analyst, went to the Bureau of Investigations. I said, Patrick, listen to me very carefully. He told me ABCD things. When I got there, I did not decide to temper with the best one. Do you know some people who work in some banking companies who lost the bank collapse today? They are in the house, they can't find a job to do. It's a financial implication. Give me those counsels. I came out clear. Came out clear. Dad, talk to somebody. Sometimes we are too spiritual. I mean, don't Oh, if you know too much, eh? Who names you? I won't say If you know too much, eh? Discussion is right ahead of you. Let, let me read what Timothy said when we close. Let me read that one to you here. Listen, 2 Timothy chapter 3, and I read from verse 1. This know also that in the last days, perilous times, hard times, difficult times shall come. And do you know how it's coming? It may not come as a general experience. It may come as an individual experience. I hear what I'm saying. Because men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemous, dis disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, trust breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of, their, of those that are good, traitors, happy, high-minded, Love, lovers of pleasures more than the lovers of God, having the form of godliness but despising the power of the world. From such, run away. We have closed. The words are very explanatory. I'm pleading with you. You need counsel to make the right decision in life. It's not everybody you talk to. 
and look for the right person and talk to the person. If I have been making my own decisions then, I would have failed by now. Oh, my God. 